All right. So uh, kind of like my Twitter videos, these are one takes. You guys are going to get the perfection, the imperfection, and everything in between. So I just learned these things are have a 30-minute time limit. So for my transgender uh, episode, clearly it's emotional. We're doing this double time. So here's part two. Here's part two. And I hope this shit works out because I put some work into this thing. But like I was saying, we're not having the same discussion. Your words matter. That's why I was uh, so critical of Trump when, you know, his, you know, sycophant team would say, that, well, he's just loose with his words. You're the president. You don't have the luxury of being loose with your words. Your words mean something, right? Uh, we can, uh, you know, put some disinfectant into the body. Uh, we're going to look into that. And then they turned around and said, well, you know, he was just joking with the press. It was a pandemic. People are dying. And if you don't think it's lethal, fuck you. There are effects other than life and death. How many people lost their jobs, their businesses, stressing out over finances on a level they never thought they'd ever see? And this guy sitting up there, you know, in uh, some uh, UV light, uh, we're going to look into that. Oh, he was just joking. Ask the homeless people how funny that fucking was. Your words matter. So back to the topic. When Joe Rogan and people like that say, well, if you just chop his dick off and put on a dress, that's not transgender. Again, we're not having the same discussion. When the Steven Crowders put on an ill-fitting wig, go to Planet Fitness, sound the lunk alarm, and then turn around and play victim. That's not transgender. We're not in the same discussion. That's why when I tell you words carry weight, I mean it. Your actions carry more. And so as long as you continue to mischaracterize uh, our trans brothers and sisters, we're going to continue to have this topic. You're doing it wrong. Now let's get back to the sports. I kept up with this story and I had to do research to make sure I had the whole story. There were two girls running track in Connecticut. Both of these girls were assigned male at birth. They made a transition. They competed as women. Now, if you watched Fox and the Daily Wire and uh, whatever the, can't remember, I think Glenn Beck shit, they, they had this little girl on and boy, was she a victim. They were playing the sad music in the background and, you know, I just want to compete and I, you know, I lost a scholarship, blah, blah, blah. And if you just listened to this little girl speak, you were crying along with her. You were like, holy shit, she's a victim. Her parents, who apparently have a couple of expendable dollars, they sued. But you'll never guess what. If you dig a little bit more, and the person I was telling you all about on the first portion of this show sent me the articles. I read up on it. And my friend is right. And this is what I'm talking about when I tell you the transgender sports issue is simply convoluted. If you read one sentence past the headlines, 
you will realize that the bullshit they're feeding you is simply bullshit. Yeah, that little girl lost. She did. But you'll never guess what. She turned around and the transgender girls, she beat them. She did. Right? So it's this. And if you look at, look it up, the pictures tell the whole fucking story. They always show the transgender girls going first. With that look of determination on their face. And then you see the uh, cisgender girls in the background with this look of despair. But what you don't hear about is when the uh, cisgender girls beat the transgender girls. Because they've got a product to sell. And it's an unearned victim status. I've said this in some of my two-minute videos. There's no such thing as an even playing field in athletics. Jim Brown is the only man in the NFL, look it up, to average 100 yards every game he played, and he played for almost a decade. It's not fair. I played nine technique. My job would have been to tackle Jim Brown. It's not fair for me to have to tackle Jim Brown. You don't want to know why? You don't tackle Jim Brown. As the saying goes, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. There's no such thing as an even playing field in sports. Get the fuck out of fantasy land. Trans women compete in sports. Sometimes they win. Sometimes they lose. But when you prop up a bullshit-ass narrative, you continue to have these stories. Now I'm going to be all over the place. And you know what? On um, the second part of this episode, let's go ahead and bless it with a little bit of this Hendrix. Hold on. Delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. To continue to bastardize this topic, there was a guy, I think like in England or something. He wasn't even an avid weightlifter. He's a rapper by trade, if I'm not mistaken. He entered into a women's powerlifting meet. He took advantage of the rules. He went in, he checked female. Now keep in mind, this is a probably a medium to large framed uh, man with a beard. And he goes in and he says, you can't tell me no, otherwise you're discriminating. So they followed the rules. And this, in this case, this man goes in and he shatters records. You know what happened the next day? He said, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a man. And then assholes like Tucker Carlson get him on the show. Like, see, you see what happens? You see what happens? Yeah, and if that's your definition of transgender, you're absolutely right. But that's not the definition of transgender. Our transgender brothers just want to live an ordinary life, just like I do, just like you do. They're not looking for special attention. And if you really think that transgender, you know what it is? It's like obsessive compulsive. I have obsessive compulsive. And I speak for every person with obsessive compulsive we don't romanticize it, right? When, when you sit there and you tell me 
oh, Robert, I just, you know, you know, this one pencil has to be straight on my desk or I just can't. Like, that's cute. Do you really think that's what trans, uh, I'm sorry. You really think that's what obsessive compulsive is? Your mat has to be straight. You have to have five pencils in your cup at all times. Okay, let me tell you how this works. When you can't sleep because your pencils aren't in line or your mat on the gym floor isn't straight, when you obsess about it to the point to where it interrupts your everyday life, then you can talk to me about being obsessive compulsive. Everything else is just a fucking quirk. Now, if you really think that transgender is being quote unquote confused, if it's on Monday, I'm a girl. I'm going to go play some, uh, do some powerlifting. Fuck, I broke a world record. It's Wednesday. I'm a dude. I've got a beard. I'm going to go fuck some loot. No, that's not fucking transgender. And so far, as long as you continue to mischaracterize it, like I said in the previous episode, and I'm saying now, we're going to continue to have this discussion because we're having two different discussions. That's not transgender. You don't walk into our powerlifting meet on Monday, shatter world records, and then on Tuesday wake up and say, ha, ah, fuck it, I'm a guy. That is not transgender. Now, oh, can you hear pop in the background? Yeah. Told y'all, you're going to get the imperfections too. But, and right now my brain is fried. I'm going through some stuff, so I'm not sleeping very well. And I can't remember the name of the lady. She's a uh, holds a PhD, and she just so happens to be a transgender cyclist. Now, my friend forwarded me these articles, and forgiveness, my friend. I'm forgetting stuff because, like I said, I am tired. But I can't remember the doctor's name. But she's a cyclist. She just so happens to be transgender, and she wrote some stuff. And I'm like, okay, everyone needs to read this. But again, it's it's this false fire alarm that if you let transgender people compete in the athletics for which they identify, you're just going to change uh, the face of sports. And this doctor was like, tell me when it's going to start. There are no stats to back that claim, boys and girls, none at all. Now, the one thing I did write down because I thought it was pretty fucking important since the NCAA has allowed, and again, I fucking hate the NCAA, and cor correction, in one of my Twitter videos, uh, it was, I said, two years in HRT. No, I read what the doctor wrote. It's one year HRT, hormone repla replacement therapy. Since the NCAA has instituted this standard, do you know how many transgender people have won an NCAA championship? Take a guess. Here, let me give you the answer. One. And it was NCAA Division II. It was a transgender woman who ran track. She got first in the quarter hurdles. She got sixth in the 100-meter hurdles. So this fear that if we let trans people compete in sports, there's going to be this huge shift. And when you listen to the Marjorie Taylor Greens. They're absolutely right. But here's the thing. When you play Marjorie's game by Marjorie's rules, Marjorie always wins. Let's go ahead and hit that little rhyme with a little Hendrix. Hold on. Gin and truth. Let's go. 
we're not having the same discussion. Transgender people have been competing in sports for a long time. Where's the domination? Nowhere to be found. Oh, yeah, you can find some instances to where they won. But where's the domination? Like I said, gang, there's no such thing as an even playing field in sports. So I'm kind of hoping episode two ties into uh, uh, portion one. Because I'm kind of all over the place. Again, forgive me, I'm a little bit tired. But fuck it, I'm going to do these things. So I presented the problem. Let me give you my solution. And again, I'm not trans. This is not an expert's voice. This is my opinion. I'm not speaking for, I'm speaking with. But if you really want the lowdown, go ask our trans brothers and sisters. They know what time it is. But I've given you the problem. Here's my solution. We need to listen to our trans brothers and sisters. I don't care how many letters someone has behind their name. If you haven't walked one step in their shoes, you don't get to say you're an expert on the topic. You don't. Uh, There's a lady at work, and I give her credit because she's starting to change. She and I have had this discussion a million times on what's wrong with nicknames like Braves and Redskins. It's offensive to our Native American brothers and sisters. And in the beginning, she was like, it's not offensive. Well, this is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white lady. And I said, you don't get to make that call. And it wasn't but maybe a month or two ago where her and her husband were having the discussion, and they kind of changed their tune. And so she came and she asked, because I am a person of minority status, kind of, well, Robert, me and my husband are talking. like, well, what's the next step? I said, shut the fuck up. That's your step. You listen. And when your native brothers and sisters tell you, this hurts, you listen. And so if you if we really want to make strides when it comes to treating our trans brothers and sisters with love, honor, and respect, we need to shut the fuck up and we need to listen. And when they tell you, I'm just like you, you write that shit down. And that's why I said in the beginning, I'm approaching this with empathy. I don't want to be terrorized. Therefore, I don't terrorize. And when my trans brothers and sisters say, it sucks out here, I say, okay, let's talk about it. Or more importantly, you talk, I'll shut up and I'll listen. When we listen to the Tucker Carlson's, when we listen to the Joe Rogan's, when we listen to everyone but the trans community, Don't sit there and ask, well, why does this keep going? Because we're listening to the wrong people. And when we talk about the bathroom bill, and I've heard people say, well, they're only 0.00 point of the, shut the fuck up. I actually told someone at work a couple weeks ago about that because she started to kick these ridiculous numbers about how much of a minority they are. I was like, you know what? I'm in a minority status. I'm a black man. I don't want to sit on the back of the bus because I have to. I do it because I want to. And if we're just going to sit here and ignore the minority opinion, 
fuck. I, I, it'd still be Jim Crow up in this bitch. I'd still be in slavery. So don't give me that bullshit that there's such a minority that their opinion doesn't matter. It does. Everyone fucking matters. And if you say no, it's probably because you're in a minority status. My vocal cords are getting raw. Hold on, y'all know what time it is. That's it, that Hendrix. Gin and truth. Let's go. Now I'm about to wrap this shit up. Like I said, my solution as a non-trans person is simple. We sit down and we listen to our trans brothers and sisters. We need to come together and we need to have the same conversation. They aren't predators. They're not going, and again, let's stay stereotypical, they're not going to little girls' bathrooms and jerking off. They're going in the bathroom to take a piss, just like you. Now, this is something that I'm tired of arguing. I'm tired of having this fight. I'm related to trans people. I love the trans people that are worthy of love. Again, if you're an asshole to me, I'm going to be an asshole to you. It's kind of the way I fight. You get what you give. Every trans person I've ever met has treated me with love, honor, and respect. So I give them the same. Gang, we aren't going to go anywhere until we shut the fuck up as cisgendered people and listen to our trans brothers and sisters. Turn off Fox. Turn off the Joe Rogan experience. Shit, turn me off. Go listen to a trans person talk. Listen to their struggles. I went to a a pride rally a couple years ago. This person was as beautiful as she was strong. She told stories of multiple rapes. She's a Louisiana girl. Do you know how hard it is to be middle-aged from the southern portion of Louisiana and be trans? Having her head beat in with shovels. I'm trying not to cry as I remember what she was telling us. She was as strong as she was beautiful. If you don't listen, you're missing out. You won't learn. I can go on for 20 years talking about the stuff that I've learned from my trans brothers and sisters. I want to turn this page. And I know I've turned the page. We've turned the page. When there's no longer a discussion. Now, I'm not going to keep you all for too much longer. If you really want to make a difference, shut the fuck up. And you listen when our trans brothers and sisters tell you about their personal experiences. Don't listen to a fucking cisgender person tell you what it's like to be trans. Who the fuck are they? Again, I'm putting myself in that situation. The pain you hear in my voice is because I've listened to our trans family. 
You should do the same. All of us. Now look here, I'm going to sign the fuck off. But before I do, we're going to hit a little bit more of this delicious fucking Hendrix. Hold on. Jen and truth. Let's go. Gang, make a promise to yourself that you are going to do better. I want to do better. And again, at RC Reed 40, at RC Reed 40, if I said anything that was wrong, please hit me up on Twitter. Correct me. I'm willing to take that constructive criticism because I want to get better. I love you guys. Gin and truth. Let's go.